Hi, and welcome back to the After School Podcast with Dylan Mack. Today we're interviewing Seth Bessmertnik, who is a founder and CEO of the company Conductor. In this episode, we interview Seth following the founding of Conductor and how he has led the company through multiple financing rounds and extraordinary growth, such as Conductor's successful spin-out from WeWork in 2019, as well as his expertise in customer-first marketing, people-first culture, and entrepreneurship. If you'd like to support me more, please go to my Instagram at After School Dylan Mac or TikTok at The After School Pod or donating to my Patreon at patreon.com slash The After School Pod. Enjoy. Seth, thank you for being on the podcast with me. And uh, just to start us off, you know, lay out, lay out the land, you know, your life story, your childhood, you know, all that jazz, you know, what you do. All right, there's a lot of questions in there, so I'll start. <laughs> I'll start briefly, let you dig in. But um, my name's Seth Bismernick. Thanks for having me here. I'm a father of two girls, uh, a husband of one lady. Um, <laughs> And, um, and then I am a, uh, an entrepreneur. So I started a company called Conductor. Today, uh, that company has uh, hundreds of employees and we, we are helping, we help, we help big companies basically get their websites, websites found in places like Google and YouTube. So they, when people search on, on like Google, they get found. And um, I'm just trying to be the best Seth I can be in all aspects of my life. Yeah, so Seth, before we say anything at all, I always have a signature question I ask all my guests. And that right. signature question is, imagine you right now, right, but you're a sophomore in high school. You know, what are you, and it, it's a, you know, it's a Tuesday night, I like to say, after school. What are you doing, you know? Is little you playing with toys? Or I'm in high school, a sophomore, I don't know if you guys played with toys. I don't really, I don't really know what people did. Back I'm then. still playing. I'm still <laughs> playing with toys. So, so I'm always playing with toys. Um, the uh, I just got this new Legend of Zelda uh, mini thing that someone got me. Oh, it looks um, awesome. I need to get one of those. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. The screen's a little small. If I if I can go back to being in tenth grade, what would I be doing? Well, I tell you what, I wouldn't be doing. I wouldn't be worried so much about what other people think. Like in the and, sense of like you're okay with like showing your, like you mean in like a like a nerdy way like, I don't know like I I felt you know everyone's got their own high school experience but I remember from high school you kind of like you know you're like trying to figure out who you are and you want to like be cool and you want to like you yeah know, wanna, hang out with uh, like the popular kids yeah you want to like fit in and and like you know and and I think like I think looking back like what's cool is when you like believe in yourself right like what's cool is like you have an opinion and you don't care like you appreciate other people's opinion, but you don't, your opinion is your opinion. You embrace that. Right. Like what's cool is like just being co- confident in yourself and, and, and not, not sort of like trying to appease or worry about others. So I think if I can go back to being in 10th grade, I would be, I'd be a little bit more confident myself. And then also I would, I would, uh, you know, I'd always like, just want to always remember, be nice to everybody. Right. Like it's, uh, it's, uh, you know sometimes pressure and 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 and, uh being you know peer pressure and stuff can cost you maybe not Uh, as nice to everybody and and i think i would i would uh 
I would love to go back and make my identity the person who's always like nice and helpful to other people no matter what. Yeah, so were you, did you do good in school? Were you like a, you think you were a studious student or more of like a get home, instantly start watching, I don't know, TV, I don't know, or, you know, more of like a yeah. relaxed kind of student? Yeah, I was a, I, I was a, I was a, there, there are many, many successful, happy people that were very good students in high school. I was not one of those. I, I was, I was not a good student. I was not, I did not get good grades. I did not uh, perform well. And I think that was for a lot of reasons. I think I had a lot of like distractions in my life. Um, but I, I would say like, looking back at it now, it's like, you're, you're sort of like, you know, you think about like weapons, right? Like if you play a video game, you're like, what kind of weapons you got? What kind of tools you got? Like you ante up, right? But like in life, like what are your weapons, right? They're not your hands. You know, you don't actually have weapons. Like yeah, we're not, you know, metaphorical. If, you, if you hit somebody with a weapon, like you're going to be in jail. Your weapons then are your life's ruined. Yeah, then your life's ruined. Your weapons are your wisdom. Your weapons are your knowledge. Your weapons are your communication. And like, if I, it, and I look back, I'm like, man, I had like, I had all these chances to learn stuff and I didn't learn as much as I could have learned. And, you know, I eventually made up for some of it, but you go to school, like you should learn, like someone, like every teacher, everybody's got something to offer you and don't think you know it all. Right. So, so, um, I, I wasn't a good student, but that's a regret of mine. I wish, I wish I can go back and, and make the most of it because like, you never know, like some crazy thing that you learn in 10th grade that, you know, that you think like is a complete waste of your time or some math formula or something that could, that could, that could be a different make difference maker for something that matters in your life when you're later on in life. Those are your weapons. So like Annie up, you know, they take it all in. Yeah. So then at that, at that age, you have like a, something you want to do, like, do you have an idea? Like I'm going to be like a doctor or yeah any any aspirations or or maybe your parents wanted you to be anything specific or really it was just like yeah. go with the flow <laughs> yeah yeah no no it's a good question i i mean i i, I think really young uh i remember wanting to be a heart surgeon but only because like i heard they made the most wow. amount of money like they made the most amount of money so i want to do that but i'm talking about real young and then like in high school um i was interested in making movies so uh, I like did a lot of film. I like, I went, I, uh, that was like my one class that I really liked in, in school. I went to film class and video class and, um, I had a tough decision to make when I was 16. I, I had like, I had worked a lot and I saved a lot of my money and I was like, should I buy a new car or should I buy like an avid video editing system? And I ended up buying the car, <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> But uh, it's really an expensive video system, my God. Yeah, they were like 15 grand for like a really good like video editing entire setup. You know, it was they were really expensive at the time, right? Like they didn't have like Final Cut Pro and you didn't have like easy lightweight software. Um, And um, but that was what I wanted to do. And then I actually went to college and I tried to go to my first six months. I had like a film focus, but I realized like, it's going to take a really, really, really long time to be like a successful, like video editor or filmmaker. So heart um, surgeon dream was cut down. Oh yeah, that long. was gone. <laughs> and then I'm like, let me, then I was like, I'm going to go into business and then I'm going to try to be successful in business, make some money. And then I can use my money to go and make films on my own. Like, but from a place of being, uh, you know, having money instead of being, you know, the poor person trying to like, you know, 
build your career over 25 years and maybe never, never have any success. Right. So you were like, so I haven't playing it safe. Well, uh, no, no, I was trying, I just was, I was like going, actually, no, I went, I went more aggressive. I went to, I went the entrepreneur route to try to start. A oh business. yeah. Actually. Yeah. That's like probably one of the um, most dangerous instead of playing it safe, which would have been like, just, you know, nine to five, as, you know, nine to five. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then was this the first, cause you run conductor now, was this like the first company you ever started or was there other little, you know? You know, little companies that you don't tell people really because you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's a good question. You got good questions. Um, they, um, I, I had, I, well, I always like was trying to like do some kind of like, you know, I think, I think people refer to it now as like a side hustle, right? Like trying to, trying to make some, some money on the, on the side. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I had jobs like when I was like, how, how old are you now, Dylan? Uh, 15. Yeah. So when I, so when I was 14, I, I got, I got my working papers. I got a job at McDonald's. Right. Like, and I worked after school, wow. I worked all summer. But your parents you know, must've been happy. It must've been like, you know, on the grind, young, you know, working hard. Right? I think if I was, if I was staying out of trouble, they were happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I always, like, I always had that desire to work, but then I always had like, I, I had like little businesses like selling sunglasses and things like that. Um, but, uh, I did start a company in college that was like trying to give people therapy over the internet and, uh, that never, but then that I, I ended up starting conductor as a side business while I was doing that. And that business never really got off the ground, but now like 15 years later, that's like a cool, that's like a big idea. You know, like lots of people, that's like a successful company idea. Was it, is it kind of like just doing like therapy over like zoom, like kind of like that, or was it like. Well, Zoom didn't exist back then. Oh yeah, um, but like, is like that what the idea? Like video chat, um, uh, on the phone, uh, emailing, like basically, like my view is like a lot of people need help. Therapists can help you, but you don't. A lot of people don't want to go into the office. So if you could find some kind of like alternative way to get in touch with a therapist, then maybe more people would do it. And it it was it's a good idea, but it was at the time it was just not, it was like not so true. inconceivable. Paul. But yeah, it seems yeah. like conductor was pretty inconceivable as well. I don't know. I still don't even understand what conductor does. Like almost like, like SEO is what it's called, or is it search engine optimization? Actually, yeah. you should just tell us what conductor does, really. Yeah. Well, when we started conductor, it was very different, and and the idea was more more simple, and it was also just something that was timely. Like when we started, we were just about like helping companies get links to their websites, and that helped them show up in Google. Because if you show up in Google, you'll get Ooh. right hello um, hello and, yeah can you hear me yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah yeah so now what we do is we build software that basically helps like big companies figure out like okay what are people searching in google what are they searching for in youtube uh and how how can we make sure that they find us like if they're Wait, so what year for, was this we started a conductor like in in 2006 2007 and then we started building like the software which is now conductor like in 2010 so YouTube was like when did YouTube so YouTube was like Google was big at that point. Yeah, Google was the main. Yeah, Google was our is our, is our main focus and was our main focus then, right? It was we started okay. up focus larger in Google. Yeah, uh, sorry. But yeah, now it's like, but it, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like it's like uh, the Wild West, right? Like if you can show up on a search engine, like I mean, you know, when you look for things, you go to Google. Like now, you, you know, how there's ads on the top of the page when you go to Google, yeah. but then no there's sponsored, the results. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you can't buy the results. 
but you can do stuff to influence how you show up there. And that's what we help companies do is figure Wait, out like, how do I make content that can show up? So, so you're talking not in the sponsor part, but the actual results of a yeah, that's what we do. We help companies figure out how to show up in the results. Without, yeah, because sometimes know, I avoid them. the the sponsor part on purpose. So I'm like, oh my god, like if they have to pay Google. Most people to... do that. Wait, so yeah, most people is it like avoid the choice ads. by Google, like like the the search results, like they put it there, or like depending yeah. on how the search results are their algorithms. That's their product. The ads is how they make money. Ah, so so how did you, so you go to Google? Do you go to Google for the content or the ads? content of course so does everybody else right so that's their product but but how does google how do how does google rank websites through the oh through like the clicks no they through an algorithm they crawl the web they crawl the internet they look at websites and they figure out well whose website's the best when, when dylan searches for you know uh cool video games who's the best company to show up is it sony is it microsoft is it twitch like like so, or so, so not the clicks, but like I thought the clicks would matter because like how many people are like looking on the website and stay and staying yeah, on they, there for a while, et cetera, et cetera. They look at that data, but how do they determine who ranks in the first place when they don't have any clicks? Ah. So then so then how did you figure this all out as like when you're starting this out? You just like you know Here's what I'll say. You could people can figure anything out. Right. Like, and, and like, if it, we're in a world where like, if you, if you're committed to solving a problem, you'll find out, you can figure out a solution as long as you're willing to spend the time, do the research and deal with the frustration of, 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 of how long it takes to get there. Right. I'm sure you've tried to solve problems and you get frustrated. You want to bang your head on the wall. Maybe you do bang your head on the wall, but do you give up or do you go back? And well, it, depends. it depends. You know, there's some times where you're like, Oh my God. Really. Yeah, it's how, it's, it's how much, you, but it's how, how, it's how much you want it, you know? And, and I'd say that's, that's the key to a lot of things in life. Like you want something, you figure out how to do it. So so when you were starting conductor, you were not nervous or scared. Like, I mean, I guess conductor was not even like the prime focus, right? It was the other business, but then, oh yeah. So when did you make the switch and you're like, I need to focus on conductor only, like forget this other. I, I did that when, uh, when we got like this phone call and it was like the second one we got. Um, I was like literally like in my underwear at my house working and I get this phone call and it's like, hey, we like what you do. It was like Priceline.com and they're like, we want to spend like $40,000 a month on your product. Wow. And I, was like, and I was like, well, we had to sell them like inventory and but we only had enough inventory to sell like $150 a month, right? But I'm like, oh my God, like people are, these people are calling up. If like, if I had more websites to sell, more links to sell, then I can make a lot of money here. And this would be a real company. Meanwhile, on the therapy business, <laughs> people are like hanging up the phone on me. So that was like when we decided to like go, I, I you know, I decided to go full time. Uh, and then, so then when did you make the switch to like, you know, like how it is now? Like, or is it just, it happened in time and accumulate, you know? Uh, just not like as that, that was like 2011. We actually we sold the business that was the Link business. Um, and actually, yeah. the first name of the company was called Link Experts. And then we started Conductor like around 2010, 2011. We sold the business, and then we started this software business, which we are today. Oh, so is that other Link business out there still? Or not really. No, it kind uh, of is. That that business was based on like a gap, like. 
sort of a short-term problem in the world that eventually yeah, now links are like you know they're right. yeah it doesn't it, that, that business doesn't exist anymore uh, so then you know it was painful like, to watch it crumble I, I don't know. I think that'd be pretty painful. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you have another, you have, you have a, one, another successful business right, right to the side of you. So I didn't want to be too bad, I think, for me. I don't know. Well, I was, the, the new business was zero. So it was like, oh, oh so it's complete. Yeah. So, so how did it, like, your family members react to, like, taking the risk? Were they, like, completely okay with it? Did you have to convince them, or you just, like, really didn't care and you were like, doing your own thing because you're like i assume you're an adult by then so it was like yeah i was like in my 20s i was like living on my own i was like going to school i was working i was making money i was getting some i was getting some my parents were still giving me a little bit of money to to, to on a monthly basis not too much um and uh and i like uh yeah i mean i mean i i mean i actually I called up my parents to like, you know, help give me some money to start the company, the, the conductor. And my dad like gave my dad actually like gave me, gave me like, you know, he didn't have a lot of money, but he gave me some money. Um, and my girlfriend at the time, who I just started living with, also gave me some money. Who's now my wife. Um, uh, oh, wow! So she yeah. she was there early. She oh, yeah, believed in you. Yeah, yeah, she definitely likes me for me. Um, uh, wow! Definitely. So, so yeah, she saw. That's amazing. So she saw like from very beginning zero to like. Where you she didn't even think twice. She like gave me like you know everything she had. Um, I I took out I took out a student loan, uh, and I used the student loan money like a private student loan, and I used the money to start the company, with my other with, with a friend of mine who helped who who started a company with me, a guy named Jeremy, and um, and that was it. But it wasn't really. I didn't really. It wasn't about what anybody else thought. It was about what I wanted to do. Because you, know? you believed in it. You believed there was in no, it. There was no stopping me. Yeah. So then, like, how is it not like, like, you know, how did you, like, what would you say your like, yeah, management style is now? Like, you know, like, how do you, like, how, have you, you think you've changed after because you know now you're like the top CEO? What do you think you're like? You think the core values of the company and like you know what you, like, is still there? Yeah, good question. Oh, always changing, always growing, always trying to get better, always making mistakes and learning. Uh, but I'd say consistently management style, like try to be transparent, try to be honest, try to be direct, try to keep it real with people, um, try to tell them the truth, uh, try to be okay to admit you're, admit you're wrong, right? Say you're sorry when you do something bad, right? Like, you know, a lot, a lot of it comes down to basics, you know, a lot of like, a lot of the stuff that like our parents tell us, right. That like, seem like, all right, I know, I know I got that. Like a lot of those things get lost, like in business, right. Like being honest, like being transparent, like, you know, being direct with someone or like, you know, but these things actually, they, they've become sort of like rare, rare attributes in, in the work world. And if you can, if you can bring them uh, every day, if you can bring caring for other people, if you can bring commitment and, and resilience, successful yeah so i remember checking out your company website and i was saying that you're one company but you actually have two missions is there is there like a choice for that i mean yeah, i guess they're, like yeah, they're they're related right so one the, the mission the primary mission of conductor is uh to, to transform marketing into a force for having positive impact you help you know a lot of times marketing is like advertising and commercials and people don't like that we we want to help companies do marketing that's actually useful and helpful like making content and being inspirational and educational 
Um, and then the other mission is like, we want to make a workplace that can change people's lives and help people grow. And so those are related. Yeah. Like, so like, explain that, that second one more. Like, you mean like physically? I, or? That's our workplace. So like, yeah, physically, we want people to come work at Conductor and we want to help them be the best you. Like, so Dylan, if you came to work at Conductor, how can we help you be the best Dylan you can be? How can we help you grow faster, learn faster? And and then if you do that, then you'll also be better. You'll be, you'll be, you'll actually perform help better. Company. Yeah. You'll actually help the company achieve its mission of, of helping, of helping our customers. Oh, so did that, did that second mission, was that just like, cause I like, was that just, when did you decide you wanted to also do that? Was that always kind of just like in the back of your head of like, I want to help people, you know, I think I, I don't know. It's a good question. I think I, it wasn't like, we didn't always say we had two missions, but I just, it kind of was like, it's like in your blood. It was like in our blood, right? Like we always cared a lot about making the workplace better, making it better for people. And that caring resulted in, you know, that just, it was so consistent for us. So we, one day we said, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to build a great place that can help change people. So, so I assume, was, yeah, the workplace organic. definitely helped your success. You, you, right. Like you, you think cause of this positive workplace, you know, it helped your company, or like the people that work for you, you know, yeah. be more successful. Absolutely. I mean, if you, I mean, uh, you know, I think about it as, you know, they don't work for me. I work for them. I'm here to help make them successful. Of course. Yeah. And, sorry. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, but yeah, if you can fill your, if you can, if you can get a group of people and their hearts are filled with the conviction of, 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 of a vision of a common group and everyone trusts each other and want to work together, that's, that's like, you can do all kinds of crazy things. So I'm also wondering, can, can any, can anyone use this conductor service or is it like only, mass companies like what if me like dylan is like i have this like awesome podcast for example you know would love to get it out there blah 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 yeah. or you, is but, it more like I mean, it's yeah for like it's for like it's it's what we created is like more useful when you have like really big website and we have someone yeah, who so. job to do that so i mean you know i can hook you up but <laughs> But but it's it, I don't think it'd be that useful for you. It's more useful for big companies. No, that's what. And is, is it only for like Google? No, we have like uh over you know a few hundred different types of search engines globally in all the different major countries in the world. Yeah. So then, so as a CEO, what what do you do really? And the do you work just the same as like those people, or is there more like boss type things that you know? Oh, it seems cool to be like a boss. You know, just like. You walk in, you know, you have a meeting now, blah, blah, blah. You walk in there, everyone listens to you. You just like boss them around, yell at them, and hide them. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm golfing, right? Um, no, I mean, being a CEO, well, first of all, I'm a, I'm a founder CEO, right? So I started the company and I'm kind of a CEO just by proxy, you know, because I started the company. And yeah. You don't have to yeah. be a CEO when you start a company, but you, you become one over time. I mean, CEO. Does a founder like, have to be a CEO, though? No. A founder can just. Give money yeah. all yeah. to you. Okay, you can hire a CEO. You know, a lot of companies have multiple founders, but usually it's one CEO, right? You don't have two. Um, I think it's, you know, the hard part about being CEO is that you have like, you are, you know, they say they say it's lonely at the top. You know, there's like, you know, there's not, there's, um, there's you know, there's not, there's not as much support as you would think. And you have, you're always, you're always responsible for everything, right? So 
you know, a lot of people say, I want to start my own business. I want to be my own boss. And that's a great thing. I mean, you should be, your, you could be your own boss, but the downside of being your own boss is you're always your own boss, right? Like you're always working. You're you always, always got to make the big decisions. You're always, yeah, you're always, gotta, you're always responsible, right? There's nobody else. So like, you know, like, you know, like you think about like your school and how your school runs, right? Like when you go home, like you might be like student council or something like that. But when you go home, you're not worried about how the school runs anymore, right? Yeah. Like they're going to figure it out. Like someone else is figuring it out. But I can guarantee you. Yeah, there's somebody at your school, whether it's like the chief principal or someone that like, that person's work, you know, worried at night, worried on the weekends, like what, what has to happen, right? And that, that, that responsibility, it's, it's, it's taxing. So, so is there, so there's definitely more pressure now or, or has been and always has been, you know, being a CEO. And do you, do you ever wish like, no, but I assume you have like, was it like a COO, I think is what it's called. Like, isn't that second command or like, you know, whatever, like, you know, I shouldn't be have a. We got a whole team. Yeah, we got a great team here that that, that helps out quite a bit. I'm very lucky. Yeah, so like I don't know. I think I think something I really want to ask you is like, what's like a typical day look like then for, like this, you know? Uh, I mean, you know, I mean that that I mean, there's a lot of things I like about what I do, which is why I do it. But most of my days are really different. So, you know, you spend time talking to customers. You spend time meeting with people who work at the company. You spend time around projects, trying to figure problems out, like. You know, sometimes you're raising money. You spend time doing that. Sometimes you're spending a lot of time recruiting new employees. Like, you know, sometimes you're working on partnerships. Sometimes you're working on, you know, helping your sales team or helping design your product. Like right before this call, I was just on with our head of product and we were talking about like a product strategy for next year, about how like something we can do to make our product like better for customers next year. So, you know, you spend a lot of time doing Always a lot of stuff. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be ready to like context switch a lot. You know, it's like you're, you gotta you're, stay ahead. Yeah, you gotta do do a lot of stuff. But if you like chaos and you like doing lots of things at once, then being a CEO is a pretty good job. Yeah, so I, that must get pretty. That must. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to deal with the stress. If you could have like okay, okay, if you could have like one, like superpower, right? That would like. De- like that could help you like with your like job like what would it be like, yeah that's a weird question because like superpowers are not normally like that like for example for me it'd probably be like have a like a robot that like did my homework for me or something i don't know you know what i mean like, I, don't, I don't know um no i like superpower um i guess that's not really like superpower though like a robot it's i mean like i don't know maybe i built yeah. it or something i, I think like like um like i had a meeting today and like some a guy who, who's on my team gave me some feedback right and it was good feedback and i like it was something that i got to do differently and better and i would love if i like was able to just like make the change faster you know like just become better faster without having to like have so long to work on it you know like because i'm gonna like i'm gonna get better but then i'm not gonna get better and i'm gonna get better and i could have bet better and like it'd be cool if i hate just, that if you could just like change yourself immediately like I will never do that again. I'm now only going to do it this way and just like, boom, and just like break out of the habit, you know, like, and get a new habit. That's a better one. That's a superpower you want. Like the ability to change faster. I guess. Yeah. Change and adapt. I don't know. I wish like, I don't know. Sometimes people tell me like to change something and I'm like, okay, I will. And then I want to like be able to prove it to them like right there. And then I did like, I you know, it's annoying because I can't. And it's like, you got to wait a little bit. And it's more for teachers, right? Teachers like, you should do this instead of, instead of doing this. You should do this. I'm like, okay, like, let me do it now. But, you know, they're like, oh, you got to wait till 
the, the next test. That actually happened like two days ago, actually. So I was like super annoyed because they're like, yeah, next test is like in a month and you have your chance to, to show that you understand this. And I'm like, yeah, well, oh. it's like, it's, uh, but they're smart. Cause like in your moments, you can want to do anything and be very motivated, but is that motivation going to sustain? Is it going to be consistent? Right. Cause like, like there's always fire and like the start you're like ah, like you know you yeah, always want to anybody can act any, anybody can act a certain way in a moment but can they do it consistently right uh, i guess that's the main challenge and that's that's what sets you know the top yeah. from the bottom i don't know i mean so like just in general your company i guess like what are you most proud of uh i'm most proud of like i think all all like the number of people that have that have been in, involved with the company, whether customers or employees or investors, and that all have like, I think had a positive experience and, and felt like it made a positive impact on their life. I think that's what I'm most proud of. Really? So it's not even about like the, I, I wonder if most CEOs are like that. Like, you know, cause like I've asked some other people, obviously on the podcast, but just in general in life and most like, big CEO people say like they're, they're like they're that they're, they're never most proud of like the success of the company really it's more like the people and like the impact they've made I don't know I feel like, like that's Crazy. interesting because I feel like when you when you start out like you know you are, you are you looking for something yeah trying to find this thing I thought it was in my pocket um the um <laughs> <laughs> The, um, I could tell you're like shifting around, you know. Yeah, but, but. Anyway, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that's that's probably that could be true. I mean, uh, that's what they should be proud of, right? They should be proud of the impact they had, positive impact, right? It's like when you're in a position of leadership, you should try to use it for good. Yeah, I think I think honestly, it's interesting because I see people, you know, when they start out, they're like, you know, my success is equal to how much money I make or whatever. But then, like, as time goes on, like, I, I'm sure now you as well, like, you've measured your success differently. Yeah, that's a great point, Dylan. I think when I started, when I when I set out to be an entrepreneur, I think it was about the money. It was about freedom. It was about, you know, I want to make money and do stuff. But that, that money is not a big, doesn't, doesn't stay a big motivator for a long time, right? Like, you can't wake up every day chasing the money, right? You got to. Oh no, I've lost the most important moment. Hello? Hello? Oh. Yeah, where'd you lose me? Uh money does not stay something you can't always be chasing yeah, yeah. money. No, I'm saying it's hard. it's <laughs> like money is not a money is not a is not a sustainable source of motivation. You know, you, you have to have a bigger purpose. And the 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 the, the sort of surprise about money is like you might be chasing it, but once you get it, it it's not as a it, it doesn't give you what you thought it was going to give you. You know, it's like if you ever like wanted something really badly, you know, like you're working for like a new game or new thing you want and then you get it and it's great. But then after a while, it's like, it just becomes like old, right? It becomes like, it doesn't have that impact anymore. Same thing with money, you know, you got it, but you got to have a bigger purpose. But do you think your, your, like how you measure success is now definite or do you think it's always going to keep changing? Cause then do you think you'll ever get tired of, I don't know, helping people and then like it'll be more like how many you know you know what i mean i don't know what do you think you think it's kind of like stable after a while oh keep losing you that sucks that was after i asked the question help people trying to have more impact 
I, I think that that would be what keeps making me fulfilled over time. And, and but the bar will be higher, right? You want to like help more people in more, more deeper ways. Yeah. It feels good to help people. Oh, so, so yeah, I mean, like, I, know, I think I'd be fit, like, you know, you're just sitting in bed, you think about like, the, that's, that sounds pretty, pretty fun. I don't know. I mean, like, do you, would you advise people to go for it? To like be an entrepreneur? Cause I took this entrepreneur class at a uh, Brown university over the summer. And like the lady, the teacher was like being honest with us. And she's like, you know, personally, I've tried to be an entrepreneur and it is very hard. And like all my companies that I've started have failed and you know, it's not good. And like, and she was like, you know, only do it if like you're stable, like financially stable, you know, it's yada, yada, yada. And I, like, it honestly scared. Cause like, obviously I'd love to what be an entrepreneur. You think all entrepreneurs were financially stable when they started? Their I know, right? That's what I thought. I was like, I, I think all the most successful were like, you know, they they're were all like, broke. Like, at, they're they're broke as a joke, right? I mean, right. That's, and, and that's what I was thinking. Uh, but then the lady was like, you know, I always didn't say that. Well, I, I think, like, your, no, I think like, your advice is not is not is, is has 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 some good to it. I mean, it's hard. It's hard stuff. You know, starting a company is hard. There's a lot of risks. There's a lot of chance of failure. Um, there's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of difficulty. There's a lot of rejection. But it's got to be your calling, you know, you, you can't, no, you can't, you can't, it's got to be your calling. You got to be the, you got to be motivated. And I do think it's one of the things where it's like, if you don't give up and you're willing to get better every day, you're almost guaranteed to be successful over the long haul. You really think, I, I mean, that's what most of my guests say. Like, you just got to have the passion. And when you have the passion, you'll figure it out because you want it so badly. And no, and don't give up. Even when you think you stink, even when you actually do stink, don't give up. <laughs> do you ever think like that when you're doing this? You ever like, oh my god, like this is over. This is not all the gonna time. work. Really, all the time. What's like the biggest challenge that you've had to like overcome? There's nothing so that understands that. I mean, There's nothing that. I've been, I've been, I've been in situations where. You're gonna you in two weeks you'll have not you won't have any money to pay people and you've got hundreds of people that are waiting for their paychecks. I I you know we had a we were a conductor oh was God. actually part that sounds conductor. terrible. Yeah, conductor was part of WeWork and then WeWork started to melt down and we had to get ourselves out of there and 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 that was really hard. I mean, we've been through a lot of challenges. It's like you know, I don't even know what is WeWork. I like I know what it is, but since I don't like, like an office space company. COVID was a big challenge, you know, like, you know, it was a big challenge. Like companies stopped spending money. They started firing all their vendors, you know. Really? I thought COVID would make this more successful because more people are online. Yeah, in the long, now, now it does. But in the short term, when it first started, everybody was freaking out. I mean, I guess no one knew. Yeah, I mean, I was freaking out, you know. Actually, I was like very happy at the very start because it was like, school's off. Let's go. And then, yeah. you know, it's like school's off for like one week. And then we're like, okay, great. And then it's like, Two months and then rest of the year and then you know we'll see you next year and then you know and then and then you realize this this COVID thing uh, got a little. Worse are you are you are you happy to go back to school now? Honestly, I don't know because I did like waking up at like eight twenty nine a.m. in the morning. You know, get out of bed, boom, get on my class. You know, and at three three o'clock in the afternoon, get straight off, go right into this bed right here. It was it was pretty nice and you know work was easier because I guess teachers also like a lot of teachers did not know how to work you know, online. So they were like, you know, they didn't assign as much work because they didn't know how to. 
you know, like it was weird. Like they they'd hold up a piece of paper, like take a picture of this. This is your worksheet, and I was like, well, it was it was not good. I guess. I mean, like, has COVID affected your company in a positive way? Like, do some people work online through Zoom now? Yeah, we, well, it's, it's created a lot of change. There's a lot of different ways we do things. Um, and uh, it's good. You know, I think, like you said, right, like a lot of companies are focused on their websites more. So that's good for our business. Yeah, everything's moved. Like, a lot of things I've realized have moved online. Like, not just general big meetings and discussions are just all on Zoom now. Even this podcast, normally I heard like you have to bring someone in, you know, have a face to face mic, but I guess now we have Zoom and you know other applications. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that no, that definitely uh that's that's it's a ton of ton of change. And I think a lot of it's gonna stay. I mean, there's no COVID's not going away, but it's all gonna stay. Anyway, Seth, you know, in general, before before you go, like Imagine there's a kid out there listening to this, right? I mean, hopefully, eventually, you know, I get some real listeners, you know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, see we'll see if we get some real listeners. I don't know. We'll see how, how high real listeners if they're there. But, uh, you know, if they're, what if, what if they're like, you know, Seth, I have this dream of making, I don't know, self-cooling pillows, right? And, like, I really want to start, start, start a company but I'm like, I'm scared, you know, or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm 18 years old or no, no, you know, I don't know, whatever, how old they are, you know, out of college, out of high school. And I want to take the jump. Like what advice would you really give them? You know, what should they, what challenges should they expect to face? And I really just, you know, what would you tell them? Good question. So first of all, I love that idea of self cooling pillows, by the way. <laughs> um, I've like, I, my wife knows this, but I've gone through years where I bought like 30 pillows to try to find one that's cold. Um, they uh, say well i haven't bought that many but like you know i have like two but you know yeah i always turn it over called, you know then i just don't use a pillow a company called helix they actually have like a like a cool pillow it's pretty cool um but um i i would say like you know like first of all like just get started right get get a product as fast as you can get get like a proof of concept as fast as you can get like something you can show customers as fast as you can worry about all the other stuff like your logo and legal and all the other stuff later um, get a partner if you can, like a partner will help you um, try to have a partner that's like complementary skills, like can do different things than you could do. Like if one's like salesy, the other one's techie, right? Like try to get, don't get someone just like you. Um, yeah. Cause then it's going to be like, yeah. Fashion. Recognize that it's like going to be hard. Like there's gonna be times where you're like, I can't do this. You're going to be times when your, your mind's going to be like this bad idea. There's going to be times when you're like, I'm not good enough for this job, but just recognize like that's part of the process. And when you get those things, they're just tests. And if you realize they're just tests, they're not real, then you can overcome them and just get to the next day. That's really, so you just tell them to go for it. Yeah. Why not? You know, I mean, they got, they got to have like the, the, the drive and the passion to want to do it. Right. Absolutely. It's all part of the test, but you only make the shots you take. Yeah. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I remember like something like that. I, I think I saw them like right. the office. I saw them in the office yeah. or something. No, it's like a Michael Jordan throw. Like, yeah, you mo- you you only make the shots you take, right? You can't you can uh, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? Yeah. Anyway, Seth, you know, where can people I don't know if anyone's gonna you know, but where can people find you if they want to? Find me on LinkedIn, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on in Manhattan. You can find me on your podcast. Uh, uh, 
You can find me on Twitter. You can email Wouldn't it be me. so cool if someone DM'd you and was like, saw you on Dylan's podcast, that, and yes, I want to ask that. you a question. Oh, you can email me. So cool. You won't find me on Discord. You won't find me on Twitch. <laughs> you won't find me probably in a lot of the places you're going to be hanging out with Dylan will be at, but you can find me. All right. Well, thank you, oh. Seth, so much for the podcast. What are you going to uh, tell me something, Dylan? After we've had this chat, what's, uh, give me, has it created any ideas or, or motivations for you? For being like an entrepreneur? For anything. Yeah. For I don't know. Life. I feel like, I feel like it makes me feel a little better because, you know, like the self cooling pillow idea I actually brought up in uh, my, the brown camp thing. And like, it was like my like company idea because we all had to make one. And I just remember, I don't know, like I remember asking my parents or like, not my parents, but just people in general. And like a lot of people were saying like, you know, like you had to get good grades in school, right? I mean, like look at Elon Musk and, you know, Bill Gates, they all went to like Stanford or Harvard or, you know, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know, hear you saying that you also like, I mean, I mean, you weren't the most studious student either, but you still made the jump and it was fine. I don't know. I feel like that's like a little yeah. comforting. If you're, gonna, if you're going to be in school, get good grades and, and make the most of it. If you're going to go to college. But yeah, you don't, you did say you didn't regret it. So, you know, yeah, I'm go here to the I am. College you can go to, right? You know, like, don't be a slacker, right? You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like. Yeah, don't, don't give into the peer pressure. Yeah. And don't rot your brain away, right? Like, you know, like do stuff that's going to make you that's going to remember what i said right wisdom is weapons so do stuff to get get the get your weapons out for life because yeah. like you're only you know. so all right this was fun see you